All right, we're live. Smoke them if you got them. My brother is back. <laughs> Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Memorial Day weekend, 2022. Yeah. We made it. And I have fucking three days off for once in my life. Like, Sunday, like what was today, Saturday? Yeah, so Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday off. When was the last time you had that many days off in a row? Very long time. Probably like over a year. I had a lot of time off after I fucking quit my job. Like, just like walked out. <laughs> that was like a lot of time. How did you feel when you did that? Was that like a liberating experience when you just walked out? It was fucking incredible. Like I knew all the bullshit I had to deal with. Like I was I was working at the strap hanger, like as I said before, and uh they had a party of thirty that came in. They were like promoting this fucking like Asian like what's it called? Soju, like the Asian uh like like uh, the Korean liquor. Yeah, Korean yeah. liquor. It's like uh it's like like sweetened rice wine. Is that yeah. what it is? And yeah. it, they were like talking about how they were gonna give me a write up because I was making too many people food that they wanted. Like, oh you made that guy like chili cheese fries and you made this guy like the chalupas you make, like people are getting like they're complaining and I'm like, dude, like you should be like making a statue of my dick right now. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, do you know how many fucking hours and all the shit I do here? Like, after they said that, it's like, you're going to make me, you think I'm going to sign this. And then after you think that, you also think that I'm going to take care of this party after you just sprung that on me. And like, this is already hard. And I'm not like, my bank account is at zero. Like, <laughs> you do realize that, right? Like, I've kind of been doing this because I liked you dudes. And now I don't, I don't really like you too much right now. Like, this has kind of been because like, we were like friends. Like, now, uh, no. Yeah, it's tough. Like, you can't be too friendly with people that you work with, unfortunately. I mean, some people have a good relationship with everyone that they work with, and it's 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 really like, I guess they describe it as like a family. But, yeah. I mean, you got to look out for yourself, man. Like, that's yeah. not fair for you either, right? Yeah, no. And, like, it was a family, and, like, I was really cool with Kenny, but, like, Kenny also had, like, Bo, who was, like, a douchebag meathead, like, do all, like, managerial stuff. So he didn't have to take the rap for it. So he wouldn't get blamed for it. He could avoid the confrontation. So he couldn't be, he wasn't the bad guy. Yeah. And like, it's still like, you still are because you're making someone else carry out like deeds that are bad. So like, yeah. Well, because you know who it's coming from. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I'm like, I asked like, no, like we can't be cool anymore. So how, how long of a gap was there from you leaving there to starting your new spot? Like 10 days. 10 days. Yeah. What I, do, you, do you feel like you got to like reset mentally a little bit and relax a little bit? Yeah. I was worried a lot about getting, like, another job because I still had, like, fucking bills I had to pay. But luckily, I left at a time where I just paid, like, all my bills. So now I'm, like, waiting for the new money to come in. But, like, even though, like, now that I'm working for this job, I just got a job at Amazon. So I'm delivering packages, which is, like, pretty good. The pay is the pay is better than what I was making. And also the, the fact that you get overtime is, like, what I'm really hoping for. And I only have to work four days a week. And the schedule they have, like they have this app where you could pick up schedules. Like I'm locked in for a certain amount of days, but then there's these blocks that say like you could pick this up. So it's like a really cool like app. You mentioned all their their entire system for delivery is really sophisticated and easy to use. Yeah, because I, I worked at UPS and it was basically like you had a full truck that was already loaded for you in the morning. And then they'd be like, oh, find these packages, like find where they're going. And it's like, what? And I would take out my phone and like individually like gps where each one was because i had no fucking idea i'm like what and like it would be like belleville or like whatever and my boss would be like yeah you got to come here early in the morning and learn this route i'm like how the fuck am i supposed to learn this route i get different packages every day and like this is like what that makes no fucking sense i'm like dude how does now, it how does it work with amazon 
with with Amazon, you load the truck yourself, so you know where all the packages are, and it takes you less than 20 minutes to load them because they have it set up so easily because they put everything in colored like tarp bags. And each colored tarp bag has a number on it. And that like that one tarp bag is for like a block or two that are next to each other, or, like three blocks that are next to each other in one bag. And then the the fucking the thing you have, which is a scanning device, is called a rabbit. It's the same size as a cell phone. And it tells you where to go and like what you should be doing even when you come into the hub. Like you can look at your phone and it'll be like, oh, you should be loading your truck. And it's like, oh, okay. And it'll be like, oh, are you sure this bag is in the right order? You scanned this one. And you're like, okay. Dude, earlier I tried to drop off a package at the wrong house and it said, nope, wrong house. And I was like, wow, thank you. It's like, great. Like, it's great though when you have <laughs> an operations group that can develop a system like that it makes everything go so much smoother right oh my god dude it's incredible i it's like and it was like uh the app also you can like it like evolves like the more people that drop off packages at a location and they scan and say they're done it resets the coordinates like to where that actual location is and like one time i was with my boss the other day and we pulled up to a house and the thing said the address, like there was a circle. It's like Grand Theft Auto. There's like a circle on the radar where it shows like where you're standing and how close you are. And my boss is like, oh, this is too far. And he like dragged the pin to like where the house was and dropped it. So, so like, when you deliver there the next time, you have a more a closer, exact location. Yeah. Wow. And if you go to a place like I didn't do it today because I, I was just trying to move really fast. But I went to this fucking dude. I went to this house. And it was like in the woods and there was three white, creepy looking houses. And it was like, it's behind the white house, apartment two. And I was like, all right, so there's three of these and I'm in the woods. Fucking awesome. And then I go up to a mailbox. And I'm like, I'm just going to leave it here. And the mailbox is like, don't leave packages here. Like exclamation point. <laughs> and I'm like, you cunt. And I checked the notes, the delivery notes. It's like, do not leave package in the front. Like it will be destroyed. Somebody like, else had done that before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, all right, well, did another driver like take a picture of like where to drop this? And I open it up, it's the fucking mailbox that says, Don't put this here. And <laughs> I was like, drop the bitch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then I went in the back, like looking for it. But like luckily I found it. It was just like really like, like in fucking the suffering and like uh in Springfield and all that shit. Like that shit is like Oh my it's very, god. It's very rural up there. It's so rural and like some of the roads are like going up like mountains and I'm, there's just like rocks falling behind me with the van and I'm like wow, I could get fired so easily right now. I have to be careful. It was raining today too, right? So there was a lot of mud probably. Yeah, you know, it was it was basically in the woods. Like I felt like I was like in a fucking King Kong movie. Like there was trees falling that I saw and I was like what is happening? There's like one of the roads I had to deliver on, there was a cop car pulled there and like mad cars on the side because they stalled out because there was so much water everywhere. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? What kind of vans are they? They're like Ram Sprinter vans or Dodge Sprinter yeah, vans? They're, yeah, they're Ram. Yeah, they're like big Ram like vans. Yeah. So, but they're pretty big. Like they're bigger than like, I guess like like my, my mom's handicap thing with like the van that has like the ramp. Like it's like probably twice the size of that. Yeah. But dude, after doing that fucking backwards serpentine fucking serpentine thing, like you're talking about the driving test for the van. Yeah, I had to go around the cones forward. And then he was like, "All right, go go do the same thing in reverse." And I was like, "Well, this is fucking amazing." <laughs> like, all right. And I was the only one that didn't fucking hit the cones. Everyone else hit them. Yeah, you killed it. That's sick. That was like today too. I was like rushing around. And I was like, all right, I gotta fucking do all these fucking deliveries. Let's go. Let's fucking do this. So I was like, and I was also thinking about UPS. And I was like, I want to do fucking better than UPS. How how uh, 
how do they structure the amount of packages that you have? So like you knew that you had a hundred, when you show up in the morning, you have a certain amount of packages. How do they anticipate, is it all through GPS, like distance management that they anticipate how long it's going to take you to deliver what's that, whatever's in your truck. So they'll map out like all the locations of the delivery, like all the delivery locations and say, okay, we'll put all this in one truck and the combined driving time of this will be like 10 hours. Is that how it works? Yeah, they'll be like, "Oh, it's this this he should take it should take this much time to drop off these many packages." And they just figure out like the time it takes between each one or if like a package is further away. Like things like apartment buildings or like medical labs and shit like that take longer cuz you have to like talk to some cocksucker who has to like sign you in. So it's like I can't just pick up and like drop it and like scan it. Like that's what I do. And I was trying to move so fast, dude. I would pick up packages and I would already do that. I'm like here and like as soon as I got to the door, I was like the picture and I'm walking away like everybody. And I was like, dude, I'm either gonna get a good score or get fucking home early or whatever. What's the score? What does that mean? Like it's like how many uh you it's called like a head. Like you're this many packages ahead. And yesterday I was thirty four pack like thirty four stops ahead. So it's like how many stops you should be at. And yesterday I was ahead by 34, so That's I was dope. actually 34 stops ahead. So some of the guys might, if they're not ahead, they might be stuck out there till like 10 o'clock at yeah. night. Yeah, and then they call that rescues. So like, if you're like, they expect everyone to stay like eight to 10 hours. Like that's what they expect. So you can't go in there and like at like 9:20 and then leave like eight hours later. I guess at like 5:20. That's what it'd be. So you you'll hang around if so like if you finish all your route really really quickly you'll hang around and wait for other people who might have not been able to finish and you have to go help them with deliveries you have to the, the protocol is like you finish your route and then you have to call dispatch and you have to be like oh dispatch i'm done like does anyone need help like, which is like i say that and like i'm just like like i cry a little bit because i'm like i don't want to fucking help you i just want to go home <laughs> it's like why do i have to help you i just did all dude yesterday when i was training we helped two people and i'm looking at the fucking trainer like i was like bro are you fucking serious another i got like, we're taking more fucking packages right now like are they close to where your route is? Probably, yeah, they're right? off by like a few miles, but it's like our mile or two. But it's like, dude, how many packages can they tell you they need help with? Like, does that? How does that number get figured out? Like, how many they're gonna dump on you to do? I I don't know about I don't know about that, but I started off my route today with a hundred and sixty five, and this dude showed up because he didn't have a route and he wanted to work, and they told him he could be a rescue dude, so he showed up and took forty of my stops. Do you get paid for the full day if you do that? Yeah, he gets paid hourly. He's just going around helping whoever doesn't deliver, yeah. That's pretty sweet. So you can pick up shifts if you wanted to do that. Yeah. That's dope. There's, like, plenty of opportunity for, like, everyone there, like, the whole existence of, like, Amazon delivery people is people just trying to get hours, like, yeah. to get overtime and just, like, whatever. Yeah. But it's, like, it's it's not easy. Like, you have to, like, not suck because you'll get fired. Like, if you start taking a long time or if you don't follow, like, the rules and the van talks to you. It'll be like, pay attention or like do this or you didn't do this. Like the van and the rabbit both like communicate with you. Mm. Like even the stop signs, you have to like, you can't do like a normal stop sign where like you go up to a stop sign and you kind of like roll past it a little bit because you can't see the road. Like stop signs, if you're still looking at them, you, you can't like, you, you're going to be like, you looking can't see oncoming left, traffic. Yeah, yeah you're you have looking to creep like up. left and right and like a bush. You're like, all right, cool. But like, the van doesn't see it that way. Like, if I don't stop fully and then wait three seconds, it'll give me like a, a point off for like driving. And I forgot what it's called. I think, I think it's called Driver Eye is the robot. And, like, it films you and everything. 
like it films you and also like if you see like what driver eye sees it sees like the addresses like the names pop up like cars in front of you their license plates pop up like, really yeah it's like terminator vision it's like yeah. crazy so it's like the van is basically an employee of amazon yeah. that's watching you and you can't fuck yeah. with the van like you can't like <laughs> you can't you can't like if you take out your cell phone and it catches you while you're driving it's like not parked whatever like it gets fucking mad so you can't do that <laughs> well, that like, sounds way more sophisticated than UPS. Oh yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. because like, and also and it, it tells it, you where to go. It also makes your job easier, though. Oh, it's right? so much fucking yeah. easier, dude. I, and like, I know you're saying it's it's you know you just started, so I know it seems it's a lot right now. But once you start getting, you're probably going to deliver packages to the same houses over and over and over. So you're just, it's going to be like the back of your hand those routes. Up yeah, there. and I see like fucking small ass, tiny ass people doing it, and I, I like and like they are the ones I need fucking rescue. Yeah, which is annoying because I like help them out. But it's like, at the same time, it's like, could I be lazy? And like, but the guy was telling me, my supervisor, he was like, if, if people are lazy and they decide to like take a long time on these routes and we have to rescue them, he was like, not only does it look bad on them, but also they're not making that many hours because then we take their packages and they can't stay on the road as long. Yeah, you offload their route driving yeah. for the day. Yeah. So he was like, so you're not going to make any money. And I'm like, you know what? I'm fine with like, don't even rescue me. Just like give me my route and I'll handle it alone. Like, yeah. I also don't want to fucking help you guys. That's the only thing. Too. But you get, but <laughs> like if you don't, vol- if you don't volunteer yourself to be rescued, you're getting more hours on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I would never ask for it to happen. I'd also feel like a total pussy, so I would mm-hmm. never ask to be like rescued. But why <laughs> <laughs> is that? Yeah, alone and unafraid. Right? You should put that on your. I should put on. Truck. I stand alone when yeah. I drive the truck. I pull up. Like, oh, we're all a team here. Ah, stand alone. Like pulling into the hub and like, fuck you guys. How many people are on your team? Um, today there was like twenty, like nineteen or twenty people, separate drivers in their own van. Yeah. So there's twenty Amazon vans in your zone, just buzzing around. All yeah, day. just in my zone. Yeah. Wow. And they're like like uh, all split up. Like there's the van, then there's the step van, and then there's the fucking box truck. Step van? What are you doing? Yeah, right. Yeah. Step van. I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but the step van. Everyone like talks shit about like the van people talk shit about step van. Why? Because they're like. Whenever you stop and there's a package, the fucking door opens. Like, well, you're not even working hard. And I'm like, huh? And I'm like listening to like everyone talk shit about each other. And like, because the van, you have to like crank open this door and it just sucks, dude. Like sometimes it's stuck or like when you try to close, like, like throw your fucking shoulder. Is it like an older van? Yeah, it's like an older van. The door's heavy. And if you're on like an incline and it's like against the door, like it's like you're downhill and you're trying to push the- You're going to slide it up. Dude, slide it up. It's like, oh my God. It's just older vans that are in the fleet. Is that what it is? No, they're like, they're like newer vans. Like they're nice. Like they have like little screens on them and like they have like the Bluetooth you can connect to and shit. But like they're 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 just just bigger. Yeah. Well, they're also like used to fuck because like they're just used every day. So it's like they just get worn. Yeah. But, but, but they're, is it like a step up to drive for those? Like, is it? Big? Oh my god, yeah. Because dude, UPS was all stick shift, so that was like a fucking nightmare. And no, only- I mean like from from what the what you're driving now to get to a step van is that like a promotion sort of like oh, to drive yeah. those bigger trucks? Yeah, yeah. It's, the step van is a promotion, and the box truck is like the biggest one. And then after that, it's like CDL license for like the Amazon like sixteen wheelers. Do they sponsor you for that training to get a CDL training? I don't know. That's something I have to ask, but that'd yeah. be fucking sick, though. But you figure people... a few months, a few months of doing what you're doing now, and then look, and then stepping up, and then yeah. progressing through, and getting pay raises the whole time. And it seems yeah. like they're, it seems like the system is set up like the more you work, the better it looks on you because everything's tracked, and then you could like justify all those. That's what I'm saying too. Papers. That's like another thing too. It's like set up better, but also it's like possible. Like UPS asked me to do too much without any help. They were like, "All right, your first day, you're in a box truck, and like." deliver like 200 packages to like all these places and also like 
You have no GPS. Whatever you can do to find these places there. And it's so like, you, uh, what were you using as a GPS when you worked for UPS? My phone. Really? Yeah. So they don't provide you with a GPS? They give you a GPS, and it's called Orion or something. It's it's called like an Orion route planner, and it's like a piece of shit like calculator that like lags. It's, it's probably like I could show you the on the the Harley sitting over there. It's like that like a Tom Tom type of thing. Yeah, like it's the like a Tom Tom, but slow. like it's just slow and it doesn't connect. So like, like people will ask me, well, I mean, they might Harley might have updated it now, but on um, that's a 2018. On the 2018, the fucking GPS is so bad. I have a Ram out. I use my phone GPS. Yeah, because it's like I don't even use it. All I use it to connect to the bluetooth for the speakers but yeah. the rabbit like the rabbit thing i use now fucked me over too because when i went too far up north it lost satellite connection uh, connect uh, connection so what i did was i went in the back and found all the packages i needed to deliver and i plugged it into my phone and i was like all right well back to the ups days and like because ups fucked me so bad like i was able to survive when like the, the shit went out yeah it was like yeah you were, you were used to using your phone to navigate manually with the yeah packages. and then the rabbit also has an app on it it doesn't have an app it has an option where like if you lose gps signal you can say i'm here and it just somehow knows you're still there like at the spot you're supposed to be but it can't keep up with you real time but it'll tell if your your location is where you need to be it has enough to like triangulate where yeah. you're at so not, like it doesn't yeah. have enough to direct you where to go but it's like all right we know you're there though so like you can still fuck with it i mean dude, that sounds pretty sweet four 10 hour days a week yeah vacation and benefits and shit i mean yeah, it's pretty opportunity fucking... to get promoted it's like that's what I'm saying too. Like I'm like kind of like looking forward to like shitting on everyone else's scores too. Like yeah, that's what I was yeah, thinking dude. of too. Fuck yeah. Cause it's like, dude, I'm like looking behind me, the truck's full of packages, and I'm like, fuck you, ladies <laughs> drive. Like, dude, fuck this job. <laughs> like, like, yo. That's good though, man. It seems like you're having a good how's like your how's it been readjusting to your sleep now? Like that you're doing like a day a it's regular like, day shift? It it's like crazy better. I feel like I have tons more energy. And I'm also in a way more positive mood, not even because like my old job sucked dick and this is like something better. Like that's part of it. But also like coming home and like seeing you or like seeing like mom and Nina or like hanging out with like Ricky when she gets out. I'm like before, like everyone else, like when I was at work, it was like, all right, I'm never going to see you guys. You were on a f completely reversed schedule. Yeah. yeah. And now when I get out of work, everyone's out of work too. And I'm like, oh, I can see you guys now. Like, whoa, even if I do work, it's not like, oh, I work, so I won't see you. It's like, no, I'll be out. I'll be home at seven. Yeah. Like, all right. Yeah, we can do this fucking podcast dude you exactly had you had to work this morning right yeah, yeah. i got to work at 9 20 i i fucking brought the truck into the hub at like 6 15 yeah and i pulled up to the supervisor too because i i tried to call him when the fucking when my rabbit like lost satellite signal when i was up in like suffering like in the mountains yeah and like i called him and he goes joey i can't hear you and i was like <laughs> and i was like wow and like i had a flashback of yesterday and he was like don't worry on your first route you can always call me and i was like you fucking and i was like Fuck! And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just like surrounded by rain and like fallen trees. I'm like, no. Well, that's rough too because the weather's been shit the last two days. But Dude, like, the weather like, was when you're horrible. working ne next week, it's supposed to be nice. So oh, you should be. You sh you're going back Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Oh, dope. Yeah. So you got a few days off for the holiday. It's Perfect. fucking do that van gets hot as ballsack though. That's the thing. Fucking Rhino and Ace Ventura. Dude, like, it's like seriously like a Rhino Ace Ventura. And the thing was like I was with my supervisor yesterday, and like he doesn't put the air on at all, and it's like human is ballsack. He's a window guy. He drives with the window open. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, it's probably because like you know like whatever the I don't know whatever he probably grew up in a volcano. Like I don't know what the fuck <laughs> this is. But then I went in today, and I'm like, yo, I'm living it up. I don't have anyone here. You can all suck my dick, and I put the air on blast. 
it never gets cold because I always shut the truck off like every minute to drop off a package so that the AC never really kicks on. So you're not allowed to keep it running while you're No, you can. Yeah. I, I, no one told me that. I was, yeah. and I couldn't get it to get cold. Wow. That's why I was like, oh, it's like the Twilight Zone. It's like the air is right there, but like you just sweat your balls <laughs> off. And I'm like, all right, here's another stop. And I'm like, all right, here, let's turn on the car. I go, ur, ur, ur. And it's just like hot. And I'm like, I had the window open and I'm like, oh, there's like rain hitting me in the face. Like, it's my only, <laughs> it's the only way to cool down. Like the Joker and Batman hanging yeah. out the fucking window. Basically. Okay, you wear, you wear shorts? Yeah, I, yeah. I, that's the only, they, they have pants too, but I just took the shorts for now. Yeah. And I got a fucking sick pair of Carhartt work shoes. They were 120 bucks. They gave them to me. They just gave them to me. Nice. Dude, they're fucking sick. And I got ones that match. They're it, black and blue. It seems like they just like set everybody up for success pretty much, dude. Like it seems like a pretty sweet oh, yeah. gig. Yeah. That's dope, man. No, they're way they're way better. And there's also vending machines. When I use my um my employee card that I used to like scan in to get into the hub, like my like access card or whatever the fuck. Um I guess it's called like a key card when like you scan into like a building with it or whatever. Yeah. When I use it, I I can work with the vending machines and shit, and I'm allowed uh, gloves and like ponchos and shit like a certain amount every every week. Like you have like an equipment allowance. Yeah. Like a, uh, yeah. So I can do like two gloves like a month and like something like four ponchos uh, like a month or some shit. Nice. Yeah. So if I go into work and I'm like, oh, it's raining outside, I can key card it and it gives me like the shit I need. Carlos said PSE and G has something similar. Like they can get flashlights and stuff like that every yeah. every so often. Like you have a budgeted thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's dope, man. That's all. It seems all positive. What's the, what's the uh, situation with eating? Can you eat during the day, or you run around like crazy? You got to eat in the truck. You can eat. You can eat anywhere. You could take a fifteen minute break, and after that, they only give you fifteen minutes. Like they pay you for that. The thirty minute and the f- other fifteen minute you could take, which you're allowed. Like you're allowed like an hour in total. Okay. But the other fifteen and the other half hour is like not paid for. The only one they pay for is the one fifteen. So the other ones would be like taken out of your pay. But it's not terrible if you're up on your score, right? And you can just kind of like. Yeah, I feel like you're 30, if you're like fucking 30 stops ahead, you can take those, but I just never would because it's like, all right, I want to get paid and I want to get the fuck out of here. So I'm not going to, and that's what I was doing in the truck. I had, I, I spent like, I I fucking was late. Like I wasn't late. I got there on time, but I was late to like get myself shit. I I started at 920, but I got there at 915, but that I was like, I ran into like a quickie mart, like on the way over there. And I picked up like two like Italian sandwiches. And like three energy drinks, like I drink Celsius because it's not like you know you don't get a crash. And it's like green tea, and uh, two like chocolate bars, because yesterday I was like fucking ravenous. Like after I was delivering these packages, I I I ate when I came home. I ate a plate of nachos, a hamburger, three hot dogs, and, <laughs> and like four eggs. Well, yeah, yeah. And I ate them all, and I was like, why why am I so hungry? Like I was starving. Like, yeah, it's a lot of you. You're walking a lot. Yeah, that's what it is. Like yeah. like. Dude, after that shit, like during it, at work I had two sandwiches, two protein bars, the three energy drinks, and like four waters. And afterwards, I was like, oh, I need more. Because well, you're like, every stop, you're getting out, walking, you're getting back in the truck, and Some climbing all these steps. So it's like a yeah. gym. It's like a gym workout every day. But it's like you said, you're rushed. Well, you just get into the swing of it, but you yeah. should do like some meal prep stuff. You know, that's like, yeah. Like you definitely. gotta get your shit together now that you got three days off. Get your shit together on the weekends. Like I was showing the Amazon Fresh Direct shit. Get the food, cook it up. Like have the containers. Get a lunchbox. That's what I do. Bring the shit in a in a glass container. I like weigh out the meat and then like fruit and just whatever to snack on fucking bananas and shit like that you can bring all that stuff that'll give you more energy throughout the day too but it's your first couple of days so you yeah. just get into the swing of it but yeah it'll save you money too bro because if you're fucking buying all that shit at these stores you know it's like if you buy it in bulk ahead of time and then you know like plan it out it'll be better 
That's good though, man. It seems like you're like you know you look you look better too. It looks like you got some color and shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah. That's dope. I was I was talking. I did a YouTube video about just spending more time in the sun and the benefits of it. How the your body processes the UVB light to make vitamin D, and it uh, affects like your gut health and stuff. So like we're made yeah. to be in the sun. The sleep too. Like you're waking up when the sun's out. You're going to bed when the sun is down. I, like, yeah, I also slept like really well last night. You notice a difference I, in your sleep quality. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I fall asleep at like. I went to bed at like ten last night, and I woke up at like four, ready to like ready do to it go. again. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, What the fuck? It's nice that you're getting like a, a decent amount of exercise during the day too. So yeah, you're kind of like, I'm definitely gonna lose mad weight and get in really good shape from this shit. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And you quit, you quit uh, vaping tobacco, yeah. right? Yeah. I stopped on the first, so it's been like almost a month already. How do you feel from that? Like changes in your body from um, amazing. From yeah, so you d- definitely recommend people get off oh, using yeah. nicotine daily. I was scared at first because I was like, I was thinking like, oh, that's like something you, like that's like something you choose to do, because I, I guess I didn't think it was not affecting me. I didn't think of it that way. I knew it was unhealthy, obviously, but to me it was like candy. I was like, all right, well that's like saying like I'm gonna stop having a piece of candy or cake, but it's like actually a lot worse because it's not like junk food or going on a diet. Like you could be like, oh, I don't have time to get a nice food. I'm just gonna eat this piece of cake or like I'm gonna go to sh- like McDonald's. But, like, for smoking, it's, like, something that's, like, dad always says, like, it's a crutch. Like, when you need to smoke, like, it's something you need. And, like, that's so true because some stressful moments happened. Like, I would say, like, a week or two after stopping. And I was, like, I need to, I just need to, like, forget. Like, I just need to, like, smoke that. That's You're like, fiending for the nicotine. Yeah. yeah. And that's when I started realizing, like, shit, like, this is bad. Like, I'm, I'm craving something that doesn't fucking do anything. Did you have a physical, so so for people listening, how long were you smoking? So you were vaping uh, nicotine cartridges in the or nicotine yeah. juice or whatever they call it? I was it. doing, like, vaping and the Juul for, like, the last five years. How much? So, what milligrams of uh, when you would do the vape juice? Like, like, uh, like the like five, like five or six. So the lowest. That's the lowest dose that they have. Yeah, right? like or one of the lower ones for like the jewel and stuff. There's like threes, zeros, and like sixes or whatever, fives. And then the people that like use the vape, like uh, the actual vape shit, like where it's like a big vape like device. Yeah. Like they can go all the way up to twenty four milligrams, and that's why people who use that are sometimes like smoking more than like people that smoke like cigarettes. Yeah. And they're like horrible, but. Yeah, like when I stopped, like I I haven't done it in like a month, and my body just feels like a lot better. I'm able to wake up easier. My cravings are like for food are a lot easier to like maintain. I don't know, like also using the bathroom is easier. Like before, I used to like wake up and I'd be like, all right, I need to take a hit so I can like take a shit or whatever, and like I would smoke and that would help me use the bathroom. Yeah. But then when I stopped, I was constipated. I was like, oh, I can't use the bathroom because I haven't smoked. Yeah. It's weird because shit like that, I don't know why the body does that. I guess nicotine does help you use the bathroom, but like it's so fucked up because when you stop, that's one of the things where it's like, damn, I can't use the bathroom. I mean, I've, I even feel that with coffee. <clears throat> yeah no well that's what i do now i just have coffee but at the yeah. same time though it's like that's just one less thing that's controlling my bowel movements there's also i don't think that the caffeine through black coffee has the same health implications that uh smoking nicotine does you know what no, i mean like definitely da- daily especially but did you go through any withdrawals or you don't think your dosage of it was high enough for that no like- i definitely did i had i had trouble sleeping and i was extremely irritable and itchy like fucking itchy, itchy. Mm. 
Like I was like that was like your capillaries like pushing shit out of your skin or something. It was more of like yeah maybe, and it was more of me like trying to do something that was like occupying me to do it. Like I was like oh I'm gonna smoke this. Like usually if I'm stressed out I grab it and smoke it. But now I started like picking at my face and my beard Mm. because I was like I need to do something. Like it's just like I'm stressed. Yeah yeah. And like it was bad. But I don't know. I stopped all that now. But like cold, I I cold turkey because I just stopped. And it was like a shock. Like, I would suggest everyone that smokes cigarettes and everything else to stop. Also, I've been saving so much money now. Mm. I was spending $40 a week on them. Mm. So that's $160 a month. Yeah. So, like, that adds up. Like When I was uh, when I was in the delayed entry program for the Marine Corps, there uh, one of the recon guys that I had met originally, he came. He was a Jersey guy, and he came back for recruiter's assistance. It's like when they help out with the recruiters or whatever. They, it's basically like leave, but you go to the recruiting station. Yeah. And he would come and help us. Uh, he would help out the recruiters, like run the PT and stuff. So he'd just like run us around the park and shit like that. We were like 18 years old. But uh, one of the dudes smoked, and he was like, oh, you know, like, you know, he was like, oh, do guy." the kid asked him. He was like, oh, do guys like smoke? He's like, yeah, some of them do, but if you think about it, like you're spending money on a habit that's just making you weaker, you know? So it's like, yeah, but I mean, but I get it. Like I do, I used to smoke cigarettes. I loved, I like cigarettes. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to like advocate for smoking cigarettes cause I know how unhealthy it is and I don't yeah. do it anymore, but it's like, I get it. Like it's, it's a, you get that rush from the nicotine and it's like relaxing and it's cool. Mm. It's like a social activity kind of thing. So, um, I don't think cigarettes are as big as they are or they were like when we were in high school. And so I think it's more like jewel Vapes now and, and vaping. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you mentioned like the crash, even I switched over to, um, I like totally eliminated carbs. Like I, I, I started to switch over and try to do ketosis for a week and like, dude, a, a weekend I got like, i almost felt like I had the flu. Like I felt sick, like just yeah. from like, it was like a crash. Now I feel good. Like i like the last few weeks on Saturday, I've been doing fasting a 24 hour fast. Like I haven't eaten since last night. Um, and I feel okay now, but even that, like the first couple of times it's like your body has to get used to like. Yeah. You're not giving it sugar, you know, like it's not getting energy from anything, and then it get it, it you adapt to it. And I look better, and you know my energy levels are better and stuff when I do eat. But uh, yeah, it's definitely your body always. It's weird, it's, and it's it's crazy what your body can adjust to. Like your body was running on nicotine, my body used to run on the cigarettes. It's like it runs on carbohydrates. If you take that away, it figures out what to do. But it's like uh, our bodies are like pretty amazing with what they can adapt to, you know, to do. So like we, you should start doing a. <clears throat> Instead of the energy drink, you should just like bring b- uh, black coffee with yeah, you. Yeah, I, I want to get a thermos of coffee for sure. Use that, use that, uh, that pour over shit. Yeah, dude. I'll yeah. use that, and it's also like much fucking cheaper because yeah. the three, the three, the three Celsius today was already seven dollars. What so it's, it's tea? Like, it's like a tea flavor though. It, it's all different flavors. They're just carbonated like green tea extract. So like, there's a uh, dude. You can peach get, and stuff. You can get. I'm gonna. Sh- I'm gonna show you a. Uh, I'm gonna show you a photo of the one that I had today. Like you can, you I mean, you can get tea, right? Green like tea is all good. kinds of flavors in it. Yeah, yeah, like look at. I'm showing him a, a bag right now. It's got this was a citrus tea that I had this afternoon. Oh yeah. So like I mean, you could almost make that. You could almost dry that stuff and make it yourself. But you can buy, you know, like tea bags like that that are you know delicious pretty much, and that gives you. And there's caffeine in that too. So the other the other tea that's good is Yogi. There was a Yogi tea that I used before Celsius called Blueberry Slim Life, and it's the same thing. It's supposed to be a dietary drink. Like when I get Celsius, you can get it at Shoprite by SlimFast and like by the diet. It's in the diet section. Mm-hmm. It's not like a regular. It's like, uh, but the one I used to drink was called Blueberry Slim Life, um, by the 
tea company called Yogi. Yogi and Tea. A, and there's a picture of a girl like doing uh, yoga on the front, but it's like a silhouette, like a shadow. Uh huh. Um, you looking for it right now? Yeah, I'm. T- yeah. But it's a, it's, it's a canned energy drink. Is that how it's packaged? The Yogi. Yeah. No, it looks like this. It's a box of tea. Oh okay. Oh yeah. So it's it's a, it's like a bag of, of herbs. Yeah, yeah. And the one they have different one positive energy. They have stress relief, but one of them is called yeah, Blueberry, Blueberry Slim, Slim Life. Life. Oh, nice. That shit, if you put two of them in a water bottle and just let it chill in there and you drink it throughout the day, you're like, you're like fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, there's probably a decent amount of caffeine in that, Dude, right? Totally. Yeah. If you, and if you put a bunch of bags in there, like, yeah. one time I was tired at work and I cracked open a bag and fucking ate it. I just ate the herbs. <laughs> I like ate the herbs that were in it and I was like, mm, I just got super pissed and I just shit like immediately. <laughs> but then afterwards, I was like, oh, I feel like God. Uh, Dude, but for energy though, I know obviously it's not like you shouldn't, but like fucking Adderall, oh my god, dude, <laughs> not healthy. I at mean, all, yeah, it's a like pharmaceutical. Like, yeah, holy shit, like, dude. oh my god. What do you, like? What's your experience with that? Oh my god, dude, remembering remembering shit, and like I've done acid before, and it was kind of like Adderall, but like wildly not controlled. Like acid is like. Holy shit, I'm having flashbacks. Oh, is that something brown? Oh, I like brownies. Brown looks like dirt. And like your brain just throws all these thoughts at you. Well, it's funny you said that because the way I've heard it described, I've never done acid, but the way I've heard it described is like you're like if there was a switchboard for your brain where the senses are connected, it's like you're unplugging like taste will yeah. get connected to touch which will get connected to this it's like and exactly like, and you just mentioned like brown and right. it's like the color and the flavor and yeah the, and you get a brownie and then you feel like this and then you feel like you hear it and you're like i hear brown you're like yeah. what's happening it's <laughs> and then you don't realize it's all like fucking ridiculous until you come back to it and you're like wow i really did feel and hear brown like yeah how it's weird it's like some weird sense so you said shit. acid gave you energy Yes. Okay. Extremely, like how Adderall does, but it's uncontrolled, and you also can't control what your brain tells you. Like your brain starts telling you to think of all these things, and then you start having a flashback, and you're like, "Wait, I don't, I don't want to think of that." And like then it's just, it starts giving you all these energetic bursts of energy, where like if you're not in a controlled environment, it can be like painful. What if you were? What if you were microdosing it? I did. Throughout I, the I day, took, I took a little bit of an actual tab. I don't know how like. I did it with a friend and like he even told me too like he would never take a full one because he doesn't understand how people can handle it and neither would I because even taking a little bit when I first took it I was drunk as shit and I smoked a blunt and then I put it under my lip during all that and then 10 minutes later I was sober and I was like oh what's happening and like everything wore off and then I just started having all these thoughts Mm. which is bad because like you know how you feel when you're like really drunk and high like I was that and then I went back to being like completely myself again Yeah. and then I started hearing all these thoughts and seeing all these images and I was like holy shit so I had Ryan uh, my buddy Ryan Heinley the the guy from my team when I was in the Marine Corps he's in Virginia now Um, he was talking about ayahuasca which is dimethyltryptamine it's a it's a, it's a, I guess you can get it in different forms, the plant root or like the bark and you make a tea out of it, but it's the DMT, which is like that dream chemical. Yeah. And we were talking about use how people use it as a medicine that and like psilocybin, you know, mushrooms people are starting to use now. So acid is, uh, is like engineered, right? It's not, it's not naturally occurring. Whereas yeah. like psilocybin and, and ayahuasca is, is a plant. But how would you, what would you say to people who would like talk about using psychedelics like that for like, um, mental treatments like for depression and stuff like that i would say like for like like uh regular like natural shit that actually just grows on earth that you could take like psilocybin is what's in mushrooms 
And like I've had mushrooms before and like the way they make it seem on TV where people are like hallucinating and like they're seeing shit like that didn't happen to me. Like I took a whole like I don't know. I took like a, a coffee cup full of like mushrooms. I ate them all and I was eating food, drinking water and I just felt like really relaxed, kind of like how weed feels, but like not the same. It was more of like a physical because I guess I ingested it, but everything felt good. I felt like the room was like vibrating. But I didn't like the only thing I kind of would say was like delayed vision. Like I moved my hands a little bit and they were like kind of like when your computer lags and you get like a bunch of windows. Yeah. yeah, it was like tracking. So that was kind of like, oh, fuck. But besides that, everything was like pretty chill. It wasn't like hallucinating things. Things that already existed were shifting. OK, so but you weren't like, seeing things. But, but yeah, you, you probably didn't take like a big, a huge dose of it. either. Yeah, right? But I did take a lot. One time I was working at like, my old job and I took a shit ton of mushrooms because this girl gave me a bunch of mushrooms, like one of the bartenders. Uh-huh. It, was like, it was like liquid psilocybin in like chocolate bar oh, form. Oh shit, yeah. So I guess because it was condensed and put into a chocolate was it, bar. Was it, a, was it like a company that, because I've seen it where they're like actually packaged like a company makes them or like did she make the bar and like just gave you a random bar? I think it was a company because it looked like it was wrapped up in like a legit like Yeah, like candy pack- bar. Like packaging. Yeah, advertising. like it yeah. had like the perfect foil that wasn't like creased yet. Like it looked like it came like, I don't think anyone could have packed it like that. Yeah, I've seen those before. I've seen those before. But I didn't know they existed. And, dude, I took one of those, and I got extremely happy. And I was like, wow, I feel so good. And then I was at, the, I was at my old job, and I'm doing the dishes. And then I hear, like, pitter-patter, like, all these footsteps. And I'm like, what the hell? And I look to my right, and fucking Betty, like, our dog that passed away, was there, like, shaking her tail and moving, like, mad hard. Whoa. And I saw her. As soon as I saw her, though, I turned back to the sink, and I was so happy to see her but knew it wasn't real that I started crying, wiped it away, and then put water in my face, and I was like, bro, I need to fucking chill. I was like, I need to calm down right now. I was so like, this is getting way too how, So <laughs> it was, that's, like, super interesting. So you was it – you were in the presence – you were in the frame of mind where you recognized that it was, wasn't real, but it was powerful enough of a vision to move you to tears. Yeah. Like and and I was just watching something today where the guy said it wasn't it's not it wasn't he was on uh, ayahuasca but it it wasn't happy or it wasn't like even happy or sad tears it was just like an appreciation kind yeah. of cry like that's how you so that's how I felt I was like I'm so happy I'm able to see you and be with you again yeah. and it was legit Betty the same way she wags and she closed her eyes because she's about to hit herself with the tail yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like oh my god I was like it's you and that's when like I I got so happy that like I but I looked at her for a little bit. But the shock of it, like, made me look away because I knew it was so intense that, like, I couldn't enjoy it for too long because mm-hmm. I was like, I can't, like, this is Were you, like, real. were you, like, f- <laughs> were you fearful that something else was going to come out of it almost? Or were you just, like, it was just uh, overwhelming? It was overwhelming. I wasn't afraid at all. I was super happy. But, like, I don't know, like... At the point I am in my life, I know if you take a certain drug or like an alcoholic drink or something and you get to the point of extreme happiness, like the only thing after is just a crash. Mm. So I was like, mm, like I'll enjoy this, but like not. So you, so you kind of had enough experience to separate yourself from it. In yeah. The, but like somebody doing that for the first time might get wrapped up in yeah, it. Yeah. And, and like follow it. Or be like, hole. oh, where are we going? Like follow the dog. Yeah, but I was yeah, like, yeah. Mm, no, you're definitely not real. And that's why I splashed water in my face. And I was yeah. like, oh, that was Did so Did that nice kind of snap thing. you out of it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So how about, like I said, like using people that say that you can use psychedelic for medicinal purposes which I, I, I tend to agree with do you feel like that after you come back from those experiences like if that was the most intense thing that you experienced these i've seen videos where they, they do these retreats and these guys are like cry like screaming crying they probably give them i don't know what the dosages yeah. are I, I haven't really researched it but they must give them an insanely high amount of psilocybin where they're like they have like somebody watching them. They're in like a hospital room in a bed and they're like screaming and crying, like, you know, in the fetal position. Yeah. So obviously it wasn't that bad, but they describe it as like 
it it changes their life. Like it, it the one guy talked about it adjusting the floor of like his happiness. Yeah. Do, do you ever do you feel like like anything like that from those from yeah. from that type of experience? I definitely do because even no matter who you are or what your experience, it changes you because you know now that you can change your reality. And for that brief moment, your reality was completely different. It's almost like one second you're you're how you are, and then like your favorite superhero shows up and you go on an adventure. Like after that, you're gonna be different because you're always gonna wish you had that and you're always gonna wonder if it's possible to do that. And like it just opens up your mind because you're so either on an adventure, so sad or so scared or so happy that your brain adjusts and your ability as a human being to question how you felt brings you to a new plane of existence where like you're either trying to obtain that or avoid it it's like i guess it's like a dream where like inception where it's like in the movie inception like they do that shit where the guy's like oh i better sell my my dad's company because i feel this way like it makes you feel so strongly that it affects your life because now your decisions are based off of how amazing or sad or whatever you feel an, emo- an emotional extreme that you yeah. that you know you can achieve yeah where, where like regular life is kind of no uh numbed for a lot of people for a lot of people it's not like some yeah. people go through really horrendous shit so right. they, they experience those things naturally but you're yeah. kind of saying like you're you're accelerating it with the psychedelics. You're pushing exactly. it to the extremes. Yeah. yeah, it's like me dealing with my old shitty job, or even like UPS, and then going into like Amazon and being like, "Oh, now everything's to tell it me." Changes where to go. your frame of yeah. reference. Your your reference. So point people could things. be like, yeah. "This is hard," and I'll be like, "Well, I've seen hard, and it's like where the fuck I was earlier. It's yeah. terrible." But so you met. You said something interesting about um, the fact that like it it, it gives you uh, it pushes the your reference point like further away from where you thought it was. So yeah. Do you do you feel like it's do you feel like the risk to reward? Do you feel like there the risk outweighs the re- or the reward outweighs the risk in that you could either have your frame of reference pushed in a positive way where you understand like true happiness and then you're like kind of chasing that feeling and and sort of like let's say you saw something that made you so happy and you're like then you just tr- kind of transcend a materialistic existence because you know like this isn't what really makes me happy or like do you think that that reward outweighs the risk of then like just continuing to use mushrooms because like it just brings you there and you don't have to do you know what i'm saying like you want to keep going back there and you just keep using the drug to bring you back there i feel like i feel like there's certain people who use stuff like even like alcohol where it's like i would have never tried any drugs unless i knew that multiple and like many people have done them and didn't get like completely fucked up or sick like i know like heroin's really bad i know cocaine is like terrible i know like drugs like that are pretty bad and i know the shit i'm talking about too like mushrooms isn't like that great either but like but that's what we're talking about like I, people people say that there are legitimate benefits yeah. to it and that's why i'm asking like is it yeah so I, I feel like you can drink, like you can do things often, like you can have a drink or you can like smoke weed, but I feel like things that like make you ascend or like things that make you hallucinate can't be done too often because I know a lot of people who have done them very often and their reality gets skewed to a point where it's like people around them look at them differently because they can tell they're like zomped out or like they're like thinking a different way. It's like, What? Yeah, they're they're not tethered to this realm of yeah, existence not, anymore. Yeah, they're not tethered to like the normal way of thinking. And even though they might think it or whatever, like it's like, dude, what what the fuck? Like they they've even if 
even if they're on some other plane that's that's really great, it's you they've lost the ability to function in this. Yeah, it's like, own. oh, it's like really cool that you're doing that, but we're all still here. Like I feel like you can visit that world and I'm not even the person to say like, oh, like I can give you the amounts of time. I don't know the research. I don't know how much you can do before you get sick. I don't know what kind of whatever you're doing, but I do know that I wanted to try a lot of things for the first time. And I did try like a lot of drugs for the first time, except heroin. I've done like cocaine, mushrooms, uh, acid, ecstasy, Molly. I've done all those things, but it wasn't like I did it all the time. I've done them like once to try it or like maybe twice, but that was the most. Like I've only done acid once. I've done Molly like a handful of times. Mushrooms I've done a handful of times. Um, but like not like a crazy amount because even during those experiences, having like the feeling of being like, oh, like on ecstasy or Molly where you feel like so good and everything feels so great or like being on mushrooms where like you see the dog that you love that passed away or being on acid where you have all these thoughts and you're like, oh my God. But it's like, you can't do that too many times because it's almost like you're going to a place where you don't belong too often. Like it's like a spirit journey. Someone doesn't go like, I've been on so many spirit journeys. It's like, no, you really only need to go on like one really mm. I'm not, and i'm even saying like do it once i'm just saying like i feel like that's there's why there's a number there's an amount that's beneficial for you and then it stops being beneficial exactly it's like oh i'm gonna have a drink every like you know every saturday like, all right cool i'm drinking every day it's like oh uh, wait that's like not good like so it's interesting <laughs> because Heinley, we we talked about this with i talked about this with ryan last week he said that actually the the spirits or whatever you want to call it that he encountered in the in the ayahuasca experience and I've heard this from other people too. Told him, like you're you don't need to come here anymore. Like you've gotten what you needed right. to get out of this, and you can go back. and And he said the same thing. Like there's an a, there's definitely an abuse factor where people just oh, yeah. they they're going unnecessarily. So, but you think that the reward of the reward is worth it for people to try it? I think you should try it if, as long as you have stuff you can trust, and you're with people that care about you. And, you know, like you're just in it for a good experience and not like going through anything terrible. I wouldn't say do it if you're in a horrible state of mind, like people that are like angry or like sad and they get drunk. It makes it worse. Like I would just say purely tap into that just when you're in the right state of mind and you're curious, like never replace like figuring out your problems with like doing these drugs. Like I wouldn't be like, oh fuck, I don't have a job now. My girlfriend dumped me. Like, yo, let me, I'm going to go fucking take shrooms or it's like, don't ever do that because you're just going to like be on a trip or a spirit journey. That's like not beneficial for you because you're in such a bad place. It's like, no, well, they talk. So, I mean, some people, a lot of people do that, right? Cause they're in these horrible places. So they're using even, even the people that are guided by, you know, medical practitioners, yeah. like the people that are, People that are like have terminal cancer and stuff, they'll they'll do mushroom trips to like right. kind of break themselves out of it. So there's, but like you said, it's in a they're they're being guided by a, a, a medicinal expert, right? So yeah. that's a little bit different than just like self medicating. Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. But it's interesting you talked about bringing yourself to the right state of mind because these uh, ayahuasca retreats that I've seen online, they talk about there's like a cleansing process before you do it. Like you have to like I think you have to some of them you fast, some of them like you don't watch. You can't have sex for a certain amount of time or like you can't do there's just like things or you can't watch porn like there's things where you you got to get your mind in the right state before yeah. you do it to make the most out of it so uh, yeah so that's interesting but you, you you you're you're a cerebral person so you understand that on your own anyway but uh i wanted to ask you because i asked ryan the same thing and maybe it wasn't an intense enough experience for you to comment because you mentioned like you kind of could see the difference between what was real and what was not do you think 
using psilocybin um and acid too i guess is there are do you think that your is your brain just being tricked into seeing things that aren't there or are you tapping into another realm another dimension that we can't perceive when we're sober i think i i think we don't give our minds enough credit and i think that if you're a good person deep down and you have an idea of what like the right thing is, which we morally all do, even if you're a baby or even if you grew up and no one's taught you English and you grew up with like gorillas or wolves and you saw somebody in trouble, like that basic feeling of like empathy and saving and helping people is also the same feeling of like what your brain shows you and the, the heaven or the things you perceive in these visions is like your core like human values because at the core of it, even before human beings learn anything like English or talking to people or how to what's right and wrong, you know, like you see someone getting hurt or you see something happening, something in you feels bad or something, you know, if you're a good person, something in you feels like you need to do something or stop it. Even if you have no training or English or religion or whatever, whatever your race or anything is like you have that feeling of this is wrong. I can help this person. That's the same thing where like if you're tripping on something or whatever, your brain lets you experience something that's like good to the point where it's such like a core good or such a core like good thing to happen where you're like you can give it any type of reasoning and say whatever but your brain presents it to you and somehow you form it into an image just like when you go to sleep at night and you have a dream and you're like damn how did i dream of that it's like same thing with like taking those like hallucinogens or whatever your brain is incredible and it's gonna make up something like if you're like oh I feel like I'm getting fatter. You might have a dream about you like eating too much and people making fun of you. Like the same thing will happen without your control. Taking a, a substance like that, you're going to see something you love. Like I wanted to see something I loved and missed a lot. So I saw Betty like at the place I worked and I was like, damn, that makes me feel really good. I guess like the brain gives you a good feeling and says it's a presence of something that's giving you a good feeling. And then whatever else computer part in your brain turns it into something just like a dream you could be like oh i'm too hot and you might have a dream you're in a burning building or you'll be like oh like i can't breathe you might have a dream that you're drowning i feel like your brain is incredible and it will just create and like like it'll create an image that goes with the insane thoughts that come with it yeah and you can almost people don't appreciate the fact that you can shape your reality with your mind kind exactly. of through positive thinking and all that kind of shit and I mean, that's that's another thing why i think that those things might be like medically like oh you should probably do this like you know people say that because i feel like your brain is so powerful that it does help you in a sense mm -hmm. because like things you didn't even realize like normally like it brings it to the surface so so i just i think i think what you're saying is like you're not you're, you're not necessarily you don't agree with the fact that you're visiting another dimension. You're unlocking stuff in your own brain that you needed to get out. Basically. Yeah. Or you're like, oh, you're here or I'm feeling this way. Oh, wow. Like the same thing you'd feel if you had a bad dream, like oh, I'm eating too much. You have a dream that people are saying you're fat and you're stuffing your face at a bakery. You wake mm -hmm. up and like, just like Inception, I said, yeah. you wake up and you're like, damn, I should stop eating. Yeah. But that's your own. That That's coming from within you. So all of this stuff that you're doing is just bringing out what's inside. Right. Because you, you were saying before, if it was an actual occurrence of like you taking that brings you to that dimension. And I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying it's completely possible. But I'm also saying, like, don't knock the power of the human brain because I'm saying, like, we don't even understand what we're capable of. And a lot of the things that we say we have problems with, we're just doing it because we want to have the problem. But mm. we don't even know we do. Mm. Like it's self-inflicted problem. Yeah, that's like people like think positive, do positive stuff. Like, 
That's fucking true. Because even like all the jobs I've worked, I've had some jobs where I'm like, yo, like I think to myself, like, yo, like even at work, I'm like, there's so many fucking packages. I could just like, yo, fuck this. I'm just going to quit this job right now. And then like, <laughs> and my other thought is like, no, dude, like what the fuck? You see how many people here are doing this? Like, no, like we're not like something. We're either not doing this the right way or we feel like shit about doing it at all. Because, and then I start thinking like, wait a second, I have all these packages to deliver. And the guy told me, like, I usually get home by, like, 7.30. So, like, I'm not really off track. I still have, like, seven hours to do this. So, like, it seems like a lot of packages, but there's still hours left in the day. That That's what made me feel a lot better before because I looked in the back of the truck and I was, like, seeing all these fucking packages. And I'm like, dude, I have to deliver all these. Mm. I'm like, oh, I just want to, like, fucking, like, at that point, I'm like, damn, I really wish I had a vape or something to smoke at that point. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I wish I can get high right now. Yeah. But it's all about, like, mindset, too thinking about the money too even when i was working at like restaurants and there's the servers who are like yo you want that table i'll take that table and i was thinking when i'm there i'm like yeah have them like fuck this job i don't want to take these fucking tables and like they don't either but like they're making money they have something in them that's driving them to do it and it's pushing them far enough where they can like do something i wouldn't do which is like they want money yeah and that makes you think differently too you're like wow these people like want this certain thing but you don't want to do it because why well, you just said you don't have the motivation. That no motivation to do it. or yeah. like you're lazy. But then at the same time, it's like then you have to like find your motivation because like and for the most part, when you get a job, like you're trapped, like you're trapped in that job until yeah. you can find another job that gives you money. Yeah. So it's like, dude, if I'm trapped in this job, what do I have to do to make this feel like I'm playing like Grand Theft Auto right now or something not so violent? But like it needs to be like a score. And that's what my supervisor was telling me too at Amazon. He was like oh, every day I come in here and I try to beat my last score. And I was thinking like, damn, he sounds like me when I talk about video games. But that's like his that's like his motivation every day to do better than the yeah. last day. Yeah. So you have to find that. You, you, so you're, you're saying a few things. Like you have, to, you have to change your perspective sometimes when things seem really impossible because you have to reframe the way that you're looking at it because it is usually possible. Yeah. And then you have to find the motivation within yourself to do something. Just, exactly. Yeah. And just because you don't want to do a specific thing or a particular thing, that doesn't mean that you're lazy. It just means that you don't have the motivation to do that particular thing. You should find something different maybe to do. And that's what it's like too. Like even when you watch like superhero movies like Batman or whatever, it's like Batman does shit where he like he knows like he could possibly die or shit's like ridiculous. Like yeah, I mean like I always bring it back to like the Batman game, but like Arkham Origins when you're fighting like all those fucking people. It's like, dude, you go into a room with thirty people, nobody on earth, even Batman himself, is gonna be like piece of cake. But it's like He's probably thinking like, yo, if I'm going to die this way, I'm fucking up everybody I can before I go. And he feels that way. And he knows it's like an uncertainty. Like it might not happen, but that also fuels him too, where it's like, wait, why can't I control that? It's like, I I will fuck everyone up. And it's like, that's how I feel about work too. And anything else. It's like the strap hanger. It's like, you have like all these tickets in the window. You're the only cook here. And this place is like a piece of shit. It's like, (laughs) all right. Well, I'm going to I'm going to fucking do what I can and like and I did. And in the end I started cooking food where I was like they would tell me the next day like, "Dude, you know like in like 8 hours you cook like 100 different dishes." And it's not like each dish takes like it's like, "Oh, here's a dish." It's like, "No, it's like a pan, a fucking fryer or whatever like 100 times." Yeah. Well, it's like you said it's it's about just like not worrying about the outcome sometimes and just doing it. Yeah, and it's like cuz it's like kind of like in fucking 300 where he's like, will you be remembered when the dude, like, betrays him? It's like, yo, you want to be fucking remembered. 
even if it's just like your family and friends, like even if I die one day and someone's like, yo, you heard Joe like beat his route or like served all these people in fucking Hackensack. It's like, <laughs> it's not that great. It's like I fought in a war, but yeah. it's like at least when I die, I'll be like, yo, I know so many people who are such pussies. They never did this. Well, like I'm, you like, put out, you did the best that you could. Like you, you put, you left it all in the field, so to speak. Right? Yeah. Like, it's you like put out. I did what I could. And yeah. it's like, did I shape the world around me? It's like. People said I did. Like, people actually said, like, this affected them in this way. Yeah. And there's so many human beings. If I could do that, I could definitely say more than other people. Like, right now in my mind, I could be like, yo, you want to drive a delivery van and do what I just did? Like, fucking try it. Like, I dare you. Like, do that. Or you can, like, cook for all these motherfuckers. Or you can, like, do room service. Like, all these other jobs I've done, I'm like, try it. Like, oh, you can't. Like, I don't think you could. Like, I think I could seriously be, and it like comes back to video games too, but it's all about like, I think I could beat your score, but it's only because that's what I use in my head to kind of get through these things. Yeah. To like compartmentalize the tasks that you have going on every day. I mean, that's like, everybody has something different though. It's like, you know, it's just, I always, you know, I always think about, uh, things that I've done in my past if things are difficult. Like, uh, I told you, David Goggins, he calls it going into the cookie jar. Like when something seems impossible, you just like go back in your memory and the going into the cookie jar and taking a cookie out is his metaphor for revisiting times where you overcame something that seemed impossible and using that as as fuel to keep to keep going you know what i mean like oh this seems hard but remember that time that you did this like so this isn't really yeah that hard right that's what i'm saying too you were in the marines so you already know like you're probably pushed to do shit where you're like this is like fucking ridiculous yeah but but we were we were talking about that this whole time this conversation was really beautiful because you know it's something like I've heard people say 30%, 40%. There's like the 30 or 40% rule where it's like wherever you really feel like your limit is, like really feel like you're not going to continue or you can't continue, you're at about like either 30 or 40% of like whatever, however you want to, you know, uh, measure that exercise that you're in or whatever you're doing. Like you're you're only a third of, of, of the way through like what you can actually do. And just like you said, whether it's like, Batman fighting 100 people, not not even that he doesn't care if he loses, but, like, just doing it anyway and just yeah. going out and doing it. And then, like, you come out and you're like, oh, shit. Like, when stuff steams about – it gets you in trouble sometimes, too, because then sometimes you bite off, like, a lot because you're like, oh, I could definitely do this. You know, I've done all this. But at the same time, it's like you have to recognize, like you said, we don't appreciate what the human mind is capable of. And we might even – when you take on these impossible things and things that seem, things that seem really difficult – you might actually, in a way, be like reshaping reality around yeah. you in a way. Right? That, that's what I've been doing too, because for the longest time, like working at jobs, I've been at the mercy of people. I'm like, what do you need me to do? What do you need me to do? Now I do such a good job that I look at the employer and I'm like, yo, do you see what I just did? Like, do you want to keep me or not? Yeah. Like, there's like, who else is going to do this? Yeah, man. Like, imagine you hire a dude who's like a cook and he makes like 20 dishes and I come and make like 80. I'm like, bro, like, come on. Yeah. Well, like, you're, you're, you're taking. You're you're conquering tasks and then almost like feeding off of everybody else's energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's cool, man. Dude, I wanted to fucking quit that job before so bad. I was it was raining like fucking crazy. I looked down at the device to scan the packages. It goes pew because there's like water all over it, <laughs> and I was like, son of a bitch. And then like I'm on this dude. Dude, in Suffering, like, I don't know what the fuck is going on in that town, but people are, like, makeshift building their houses out of, like, fucking tinfoil. (laughs) These houses, like, I don't know who renovated them. It must have been, like, a fucking baker or something. Like, who the fuck built these houses? I climbed up on a guy's wooden steps. He glued marble, like, no, like, kitchen or bathroom tiles to, like, the fucking wood steps to, like, his porch. Uh Uh-huh. 
And I stepped on it and they all broke underneath me and it fell through like I was playing like fucking Mario. <laughs> and that's right when the device died that I was holding. The rabbit died in my hand as soon as I broke through the porch. And I'm like, yo. And I started thinking like, dude, this fucking sucks, yeah. man. Like, fuck this. I dropped off the package. I went back. I turned on the other device that I had that wasn't water damaged and fucking ruined from the storm. And like I put like, yes, I'm here. Yes, the package is delivered. And then I sat there and the device was like, wanna take a break? And I was like, yes. So I swiped like, take a break. I knew I only had the one 15 minute break because I was like, yo, if I pussy out, they're still gonna pay me for this. So I'll take this one chance. Like this is my one. I didn't want to take any breaks, but I was like, yo, if I'm gonna like, I just need like a second here because I was covered in water. My socks were drenched. Like I could wring them out. Like I was fucking soaked. I fell through this dude's porch. <laughs> There's trees down. All my routes are like fucking ruined. And also, I was like kind of upset because last night I was like tired from work. And when I came home, I went to bed like immediately. I laid in bed. I didn't see my girlfriend. She was I she bought me tickets to go to something. I didn't go. I felt bad about it, but I was tired. Like mom came upstairs, she was telling me stuff that was like upset about like about like Nina, how she was like upset and stuff. Yeah. And when I talked to her, I wasn't being very genuine because I was so upset about my shitty day. So I wasn't like being good. And then I took the 15 minute break and I was like, you know what? Like something's wrong. Like I'm usually like a fucking Avenger. Like I have to fix this. So then I called mom and I was like, oh, you know, I want to say sorry about last night. Like I wasn't really there for you. Like I was just really tired. I was laying down because I was like tired from work. And she was like, oh, you know, everything's fine. Like, and she was telling me like everything's okay. And I told her I loved her and everything. And then I called Ricky and I was like, oh, I love you. Like everything's like, you know, whatever. And we were talking and I was like, all right, cool. Everything's good in the world. I was like, all right. And then I felt good enough. And then it was like, I also had to piss like so bad. So like that was fucking with my head too. So I was like, yo, I don't even give a fuck anymore. Fire me. I like pissed into this fucking giant thing of water. Dude, I had one of those Poland spring bottles. That's like half the gallon. I filled it to the brim with piss. And I was like, oh, and I was like, yo, I felt like I fucking nutted. That's how much piss I gave off. And I was like, dude, I was like, I don't know if you caught me on camera. Save that and send it to me. Yeah, I fucking <laughs> closed that bottle and I was like, let's fucking go. And I pulled out the splinters from going through the fucking porch in my leg. And yeah. I was like, yo, you think this is enough? And yeah, I was dude. like, yo, no fucking way. Let's go. Damn. But like you, t- you took a little bit of time for yourself and like mentally reset. Like that's important sometimes. Yeah, because you know? there was so much shit up in the air. And I'm like, no. like Mentally though. It was, yeah. all, man- it was all in your own exactly. head. Yeah, it was all in your own I head. was like, all right, I fixed all my connections and relationships. We're good. Now I'm going to piss and I'm going to fuck shit up. Up again yeah, yeah yeah and i went back out and i was like and I, at first i was like oh it's so much i'm so upset and then i started thinking like i hope someone gives me a rescue route because you know what i'm gonna keep working till i fucking have a heart attack and then they can fucking deal with that shit when i'm dead in the fucking van dude you know uh you should well you the way you were talking about it just now it's a i, I keep bringing up goggins because we're talking about pushing limits and shit and he has a lot of he has a lot of fucking neat shit that he says and one of the things he talked about was uh I think I told you it's like when you feel like you're down or something like that, like record yourself like being a pussy and then like play it back. <laughs> exactly. And you're like, wow, dude, you sound like a fucking pussy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that helps you get over it. It's like, dude, like get the fuck over it. Like it's not mm-hmm. that serious, man. Up and do what you got to do. That's what you did. But like you, you brought up something interesting too about like it's important to take rest, man. And I'm learning that myself. Like because you have when you take time to recover properly and work it into not not being lazy but like you're working and you're taking time to recover like that gives you the ability to be the best version of yourself for other people too yeah exactly yeah 
Because that too, and there's also like if you don't take rest and you keep putting on the burden, even if you're a piece of shit who like doesn't care about your family and they tell you stuff where you're like you don't feel like you need to like say anything, it's like after a while, it's like rebooting a computer. You have so many windows open and shit and like you're doing so much. You don't take a rest and stop for a second. That never gets deleted. It's always still there. You need to like rest and be like, okay, well, this is this is this, this is this, and get rid of all the issues. If there's any pre existing issues, you have to solve them. That's that's how I feel about my life. Like if I am trying to do something that's like something I've never done before and I have to put everything into it, I have to make sure that like I'm not completely upset about other things. You have to be ready to mentally focus on the task at yeah. hand. Yeah. And you have to clean out all that extra baggage. Whether yeah. it's like like we just talked about detoxing before you go on a trip or knowing that you're undertaking some big thing, whether it's at work or school or whatever, you have to like be in the right state of mind to mentally focus. And that's why that's what's so impressive about like uh, we had a my, my coach set up a seminar this week. We had a, a guy come in to teach a judo class that was in the Olympics and he trained for the, with the Olympic team from age 18 to 30. And the, the level of training every day you know just like that you have to be in a really that that's what's yeah. most impressive to me it's not even like oh he's really good it's like you yeah, know shit he's good because he was doing this with olympians yeah. since you know 18 and he started training when he was seven of course he's good but for me it's like there's a lot of good people this guy had like the determination and focus <laughs> exactly. to continue doing this at the olympic level for 12 years like that focus is 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 what's important and and impressive and i asked him i was like his name's Colton Brown. He's like a super nice guy, uh, and like awesome at uh, awesome judoka. And I asked him what kept him motivated, you know, like to do all that stuff. And he said, "Well, first of all, I hate losing, right? Because he's super competitive, so he's like, I hate losing." And then he said, uh, "Also, he loves judo, and throughout his life, he's like, my parents must have spent like over a hundred thousand dollars just sending me to different camps and schools and paying for different things for me." And he said they really believed in me. And if they have that level of belief in me, then I have to believe in myself and, you know, continue to pursue this because, you know, they believe in me. And I, you know, I, I kind of like, not even that he owes it to them, but that it's, if they see it in him, he should have the self-respect to like see it in himself. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think that like you talked about having a good support network around you, like that's, that's huge. Cause like that puts you in the right frame of mind when you have people around you that, you know, that care about you. And like when you have people that believe in you and like, you know, it's like people talking positive is the same thing. Like if people are around you are big up in you, you know, like like pushing you to do great things and like, you know, it's 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 uh it really, really helps you believe in yourself and you can accomplish things that you never thought that you could. Like we talked about, like the thirty or forty percent rule, you know? Yeah. And it's just like again, it goes back to whether it's like using whether you're using psychedelics to get to that point or maybe you're doing something extremely difficult just in everyday life, like you get pushed to these levels, right? Yeah. And you kinda like use your mind like the human mind is so powerful like you talked about and you we can kind of like create our own reality around us and it's it's really amazing and when you have positive people in your life and you're doing positive things it's 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 easier yeah you know? so that's it but dude yeah i mean I'm, I'm proud of you brother you look great and it, well, thank I, you yeah and i feel you look i mean even these last couple of weeks you changing over and starting this new thing you look great and i, I can thank just you. hear it in your voice you seem more positive and stuff and um you know anytime you obviously i'm here for you all the time and i love you and i'm i'm proud of you and uh yeah, man, let's just keep doing big things. I think, you know, this this was awesome. So yeah. whenever you want to come back, brother, let's do this again, man. Let's make, it, let's, yeah. let's make it a regular thing, dude. Yes. All right, brother. I love you, man. I love you too. Thank you. <laughs>